0: So if you can, think back to a time when you could see the stars in the night sky. Definitely not last night where it was cloudy, overcast, rainy, all that kind of stuff going on, but those times when you could go out with a clear sky, maybe far away from the light pollution that we have here in Northern Virginia and the big cities, maybe out in the countryside, or if you were ever out on open water, you could look up and see the stars, the whole sky, full of stars. The Milky Way. And those times when you could go out and see that vast expanse, do you remember what it feels like? Because I do. Those times that I have seen the stars, those few times just being able to glimpse the vast expanse of the cosmos, I remember being overwhelmed. It was almost as if the earth was not going to be enough to hold me down. I remember almost feeling like I was going to fall off into space. It was literally awesome. It's a great sense of wonder mixed with fear. Certainly a lot of fear in our world right now. In the past few weeks, we've seen yet another mass shooting with innocent lives lost, especially young people. In California, wildfires have claimed almost a hundred lives as of this morning. The caravan of several thousand migrants from Central America is now just outside our nation's borders, causing anxiety and concern in politicians and average citizens alike. Fear is in the air. But attacks and disasters and politics aren't the only sources of fear in people's lives right now. As we head into another holiday season here in our country, people are feeling the fear that comes from the financial pressures that come along with travel and consumerism and end-of-year expenses. Some folks fear the looming specter of having to spend time with family members they don't normally see all that often. Maybe some of you have felt that for this weekend. Others are feeling the fear of what it's like to spend time without a loved one by their side. Even without the threat of violence, these experiences can still bring fear into our lives. Fear can change how you live. It limits you. The time and the energy that you could spend on things otherwise would get siphoned off into worry. You might avoid taking action out of the fear that if you did something, well, you might even abandon what you know to be right in order to protect yourself or protect others, to keep them safe. We heard a portion of Daniel's prophetic vision in today's first reading. But in the verses that lead up to the reading, you'll find that Daniel saw something truly fearful. Four somethings, in fact. Four great beasts rose up out of the chaos of the sea, each one more frightening than the one before it. The fourth beast was terrifying and powerful with ten horns, one of which spoke great and boastful things against God. Why shouldn't Daniel be afraid? Why shouldn't he be struck with fear? Not just from seeing a vision like this, but from being far from his home. He and his people had been sent into exile, far away from Jerusalem, from the land that they had known. They were living under the authority of foreign powers who did not worship their God. They did not worship Yahweh. When confronted with the reality of their situation in this land far away in exile, what hope should any of them have? Well, here again, that next part of Daniel's vision. As I looked, thrones were placed, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. His clothing was white as snow, and the hair of his head like pure wool. His throne was fiery flames. Its wheels were burning fire. A stream of fire issued and came out from before him. A thousand thousand served him, and ten thousand times ten thousand stood before him. The court sat in judgment, and the books were opened." The Ancient of Days has come to judge, to render justice. He is the one who is, who was, and who is coming. Yahweh. Here we're given an image of God the Father. Snow-white clothing shows his purity and his holiness, while the white hair in the vision represents the wisdom that comes from age and even more so from eternity. His throne with Flames and fire like a chariot shows mighty power. The Ancient of Days has come an awesome sight to be sure. But he is one which God's people can welcome. Because God himself is taking action to deliver justice against evil. To render the verdict against those forces which have brought fear into creation. Verses 11 and 12 We hear that neither the boastful beast nor its predecessors stand a chance. The fourth, the greatest beast, is killed, its body given over to consuming flames. The other terrifying beasts are also overturned, made powerless. The Ancient of Days has judged, and the power of his word is immediate and complete. Yet Daniel's vision doesn't end there. As in the revelation that John would witness hundreds of years later, Daniel saw the Son of Man coming onto the sea, not from the sea and chaos, but from the clouds, from the heavens. In both Daniel and Revelation, this figure is shown to be both human and divine. We know the name of that coming king who is greater than all the other kings of the earth. What is that name? This is the Sunday school answer, folks. You've got this one. Jesus. Jesus. He is the one. Jesus, the Son of Man. Son of Man is a title that's used numerous places in the scriptures, including by Jesus himself. Jesus points his disciples in Matthew to that great last day when the Ancient of Days will come. He will judge and the Son of Man will appear. Jesus confirms that he is indeed the Son of Man who will come in divine power and glory as Daniel saw. And Jesus keeps his promises. Daniel's vision of the Ancient of Days and the Son of Man, a vision reinforced by the revelation given to John, it comes from God as a reminder that all is not lost. God is ruler over and above the powers and authorities of this world. Despite their great boasting... The Ancient of Days sits on the throne and will, when all is said and done, see his purposes through. Fear will be overthrown. Evil will be judged and destroyed forever. The Son of Man will come as the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, crowned with glory and power. Now, no one will be exempt from standing before the Lord on that great day. But here's the thing, as you come and stand before him, it is not a time to be afraid because when the judge looks at you, you who are robed in Christ's righteousness, you will hear the verdict, not guilty. The son of man gave himself to win you back from sin, to win you back from all the powers of evil. You have and you will have life in Jesus. As Christ's people, as Christians, we need not focus on fear. Instead, we can look to the cross and see the throne of our king, confident that he is coming. He will forever silence the forces that seek to bring terror and fear in this present age, along with all those powers that make great boasts against God. Our hope is in him. Is not based on the passing promises of safety and security that this world tries to offer us. Now, if you were here three years ago for Christ the King Sunday, this sermon might sound familiar. There's a good reason for it. I first delivered this message back in 2015, I've only made a few changes for today. When I was looking ahead at the texts for this weekend, I was struck by how similar our world is today as it was three years ago. How the power of fear continues to be felt in our society. While the faces of fear might change, it continues to afflict our broken world. But even more significantly, God the Father, the Ancient of Days, still sits on the throne. Christ is still the king. And nothing, nothing can change that. Today, just as three years ago, just as 2,000 years ago, you and I are called to live under the life-giving love of the one who loved us first. Under Christ's love, you and I can live devoted to those whom he puts into our care. That includes active love to care and provide for those who have been displaced from their homes. Those who have experienced other great losses. Facing fear head on in Christ our King, we can confidently stand and share the hope that comes through him. So that next time you are out there under the night sky looking up and seeing the stars, that great expanse of the heavens... I hope that you experience a bit of awesome wonder. Not fear that you're going to fall off the face of the earth, but remembering that Christ, the King, has authority over it all. Just as the Ancient of Days is enthroned over time and will put away fear forever, Jesus the Messiah, the Son of Man, will return. He is the King for you. Amen.